We're going on a trip in our favorite rocket ship. Zooming through the skies. Scooby's this golf world. I disc golf Jesus, Ravenclaw. Our registered Slytherin is Swiss cheese. And supporting that team, Hufflepuff, JK Disc Golf. <laughs> so, how has the plastic been flying, fellas? Been flying. You want to start? Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Jay. Um, I went to a glow league with uh editor Drew. Um, the on Friday, we played like a lot of extra disco. We played like a practice round, then we played a practice glow round, and then we played a glow league, which was which was pretty fun. It was my second ever glow league now, and I've kind of come to the point of I will I'm only throwing discs and glow rounds that are glow discs. I refuse to throw like put stickers on other discs just because just out of principle like this is just they don't go together like this is made for this reason i'm going to use them for that reason man what so. a difference it's a week man. i know right like he's all of a sudden mr like, glow sensei no no but not even that not even that uh last last week he was shitting on some dude that was talking about stickers and uh, saying not to use stickers i don't have a problem with it it's just personal it's just personal <laughs> and then like like he just him and that guy would just become best friends right now. Like, no, uh, no, no. Uh, it was fun though. I, I, it's definitely like different because I, when I don't see the basket, my putting it just like sometimes goes a little, a little wacky, especially like during the darker times where like I really just have like one bead of flash. So I don't even see all the chains. I just see like the center of it. Um, but I was cashing in a lot of putts where I would consider like a month or month or two ago, especially a year ago, would not be hitting. So it's fun to see that my putting is actually being consistent after playing all this disc golf. And then the only thing during the round that I kind of bothered me, and I didn't say anything because it's not it's really not that big of a deal. I'm just going there to have fun anyways. Was we I had my partner. I, I was clearly like out driving the guy. Like it was just just how you know just consistently out driving him. We go up to hole 18, which happens to be a hole where you have to clear a 400-foot OB. You're a little bit uphill, so granted, you don't need to throw the full 400 feet, but you still have to have a powerful drive, and it's more technical shot. It's not just a wide-open one. Right? There's a lot of OB, so you have a lot of mandy. And we're walking okay. to hole 18, and he turns to me and says, you're going to lay up. And I was, I was just thrown off because I've never in my life been asked to lay up. And I was, I didn't know what to do. I like, was like, I tried my best because he said, in his, he said, um, I'm, he's like, can you lay up? I'm going to bomb one. And I just was like, wait, what? Like, what? Like, that's what I want to do. Oh. Like, why can't I, why can we both do that? And I was like, all right, whatever. Like, I, maybe this dude just doesn't play like a, like a lot of disc golf or like we'd want to just do it because it wasn't his home course. Like, whatever the reason, like, he really was adamant about doing it. And I was cool with him doing it. I was cool with both throwing over. And if we both want to be, fine. It happens. Cool. However, that's not what happened because I asked, do you want to throw over first? And he said, no, he would rather see that I like my placement shot first before he goes over. So now I'm a little irritated. So I just did not really. Drew, that's a dick move, Drew. It, no, no, Drew, no, that is a true. dick. It wasn't Drew. It was oh, okay. Random partners. All right, it was random, random partners. partners. I thought you were so with Drew. No. Oh, shit. No, Drew, I would let Drew. Drew throws farther than me. Drew could do it. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, I was gonna. All right, that changes I, I everything. Would, I would have just gone for it. So I step up, step up to the shot with Sexton Firebird because that's my only glow disc. So I didn't even have a shot because this oh like layup shot. It's like a two hundred shot max. Nice easy, easy forehand hyzer. 
but didn't realize I had a bunch of mud on my shoe. So I throw my layup, skip it off the car path into OB. Now, like I was instructed, I was going first to lay up. Then he was going to make his decision. Obviously, I was OB. His decision then, one would assume I'm not going to go for it because that was the reason of me laying out first. I didn't know. No, this guy just goes for it. And unfortunately, I think he maybe does. He does probably have the power to make it over. But this one, no. This one did not even make it like halfway over the OB and just like hyzered out into the OB. And I was just like, man, like, man, like at least like let me get like the shot at throwing OB. But I don't know. It was just a little disappointing. I did, but like, no, like in the most lame yeah, way possible. You probably saved you from like a sprained ankle or like a torn ligament because yeah. you would have like powered, x stepped, and slipped even worse. Yeah. And like, and fucking no. thrown even farther out. He like, might have been yeah, like a guardian fucking, angel. And he might have saved oh you from God. losing a fucking disc. Because like, if you went all out and slipped. Yeah. Then you would have like yanked it. Yep. I would have been, been fine. Brutal. Yep. But goalie was fun. Of... No. <laughs> no. Did you uh, place? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it, it wasn't the best of disc golf, but it was fun. It was we, all, we just played glow disc golf. Overall, good experience. I, I'm a big fan of glow. Uh, I don't think I'm gonna play playing too much in the. Oh wait, this is my also other thing that I was just bothered me a little bit. Uh, Drew and I never been to this like club before, and we just wanted to play. This is probably our only time playing this league. They've been doing it for a couple weeks, I think. Uh, we had to sign up for their club and pay a club membership fee to be a part of it, which is because then it's like I'm paying fifteen dollars to be a part of the club plus my fifteen dollar buy-in to play in the, like the specific leagues. Now I just like I'm not gonna come here again. Like I don't even like I don't know. That was just a little upsetting, but that happens. It happens. Yeah, that's pretty whack. I, I guess everybody's rules are their rules, but that that's kind of whack. Mm-hmm. So. Should have fucking bombed it. I would have. I would have gotten a lot more I respect if you just like went for it. And I was just over. Like, oh, man, a win took it. <laughs> Some shit like that. <laughs> just like completely lied about it. Like, oh man, what the fuck? But but yeah, I would have made it over. Because anyway. if you if you bomb it and throw it out of bounds, you're in the same situation. I know. So, but if you bomb it, bomb it, and it works, then like, oh. It's like, I shouldn't have thrown the layup yeah. OB though. Like I, that, I shouldn't have shouldn't have done that. That was a mistake. Yeah, you, you just I, I slipped. You just stuck. It's just it's bad out. Well, cool. you got it in your head. That's all I did. Have, have you, you done anything red? I we we played around. I think. Oh yeah, we did. We played around. Had had some fun. Threw through some discs. I've been playing some. Play. Uh, there was we played at Warren, and there was four discs floating in the water. Yeah. Like it was fucking ridiculous, and then and then Swiss threw one in. Yeah. Oh, you lose like, it. What did? Yeah. For whatever reason, man. I think that like I walk up to that T pad and like I over like gun it and like I try to ante it and then it just never anties. Yeah, it's like I, like be like being like, somebody that and it's and it's such an easy hole. It's like just one of those like where I, like I over. I just don't play my game and I just chunk it. Like this, like, this was the one time where I didn't have that ups like bad, like bad throw. My my throws are uh, just over like, all the whole time. I usually throw it low and it hit. I'm worried about it hitting front pin and just falling back in the water. Yeah, but no, it was yeah. It is what it is, and I, I threw a disc that I just got a new Hades. So, like my old Hades had like a chip in it and a gouge, so it was kind of beat up. 
so it wasn't like a terrible loss but it was like it was more annoying because it's like dude this this shouldn't be a lost disc like i should never like there's enough room to hyzer that like you know what i mean i'm just trying yeah, to go it, yeah. it just, trying it just, to go too big too it pit. bottomed out too fast and then it just crashed yeah. and it was, like it wasn't it was it wasn't even close like yeah it, Mm-hmm. Like halfway through, he's like, "Oh, that's gone." Yeah, it just—it was, like, oh, it was big, big old splash. Yeah, so that happened. I completely forgot about that in large part because you know, that was a solid round. But it was um, large part. I like I've just did another video of another fairway run where I compared three tour series on this fairway next stop. So be on the lookout for that vid. But man, dude, never like I was fucking hurting the next day. Like it was. Basically playing three rounds all in one shot, you know what I mean? Because I'm throwing three discs, and man, I was just like the next day, I was just like, man, it's been. You could tell like when we haven't been in like mid season form, like you know what I mean? When I'm when you're playing once or twice a week, or if the weather dictates sometimes longer, it's just like, you know what I mean? It's just along those lines, it's just kind of confusing. But I got another one of those that went well. Um, I think I had some surprises on there, so just a brief little looter so i did um a Haley king hawkeye i did a page tears passion and the other one was kill Visca's shadow fat as my like stable fairway test run dope so, be on the lookout for the video probably out soon yeah i'm a fan so but yeah so that's about it but no that was kind of the casual disc golf that we kind of did um i got a big weekend coming up so i'm gonna be planning to throw a ton so it'd be nice to get that in. so i'm excited about that should we move to the disc golf world stuff or what's going on in disc golf pro i don't really know what's going on in the disc golf world to be honest like we had a few like like a little bit of signings and the biggest news was really paid shoes no longer part of dynamic discs which i think came as a surprise yeah Mm-hmm. Like especially with her dad working there, so it's kind of like another Kona. But um, yeah, it's like honestly, to me, like I just like it does not seem like a big deal. Like I just don't know. Like I know that she's a world champion. But I just don't know how much value that page shoe is going to. And like, she might, yeah, she might. She doesn't, yeah, she doesn't play in any like big tournaments. She's playing in the smaller tournaments, and most of the tournaments she was playing in was for dyna- with was dynamic disc tournaments. Like small little dynamic disc sponsor tournament. So you you guys are kind of the presumption that you think she's going to continue that shortened schedule, and that the signings more along those lines, or is she coming back full swing with it? No, I think I think she might even be coming with back with a full swing. I just like I haven't seen what she's done recently is going to like. I don't think she's going to make make too much movement on the FPO scene. Yeah, I don't. I think she'll be running a mixed bag. I don't know if she'll. Have a big sponsor should be like OTB, some like just running a mixed bag, playing small tournaments, just being like former world true. champ. She's not like, uh, if you guys are a fan of the spit out, we just talked about this recently. I went out and said that I'm pretty sure I know exactly where Paige Shoe is going. So if you haven't listened to that, I believe that Paige Shoe is going to be signed by Lone Star Discs. Yeah, why you gotta because. watch the pod. <laughs> no, I'm gonna stay anyways because if you're not, if you're right. you haven't seen already, probably not gonna see. It. Anyways, these are some tweets that were um said by Lone Star Disc. Someone went out saying 
talking about who is going to be signed Paige Shoe and Lone Star Disc said, you know, put out there that they, they are a fan of Paige Shoe as well as going to like a tweet that says they so you could see Paige Shoe being a team captain somewhere like Yulia Discraft and that they she could be a fantastic role. They said their pick was Lone Star, and Lone Star happened to like that tweet as well. And I don't know if that means absolutely anything at all. However, this is the kind of similar things that happened with um, Chandler Kramer when he was going through his little phase of, like, where's he going to go? It was the same thing, so I'm kind of saying the same process is going with Paige Shoe now. Where's her hus- isn't her husband signed with Anova? <laughs> oh, man. Now that you Actually, say that. Grady, give me once. I feel like it's still Discmania. Do you guys? So uh, you think you're thinking like a random manufacturer, Infinite, OTB, one of no, those? Right? Yeah, why not? Interesting. Why not? I just don't think she it looks plays like, like his. Her husband, Grady Shoe, plays for Innova. See, bam! I fucking know my shit. There you go. Uh, yeah, she's just she doesn't need to play this disc golf anymore. She's. So she's gonna she's gonna still do the small tournaments like she's been doing, and she's just if she like and she'll just be OTB signed because she's a world champ. Somebody's gonna fucking sign her. Yeah, yeah. she helps make a desk, sell the disc, put yeah. a stamp on that. Yeah, have world champ under one of yeah. your stamps. Yeah, man, that's yeah. a huge seller. That's why like I was kind of leaning towards like I was hoping for like a prodigy because I think they are lacking in the FPO talent and they need. A name to attach I see that to themselves the whole to religious side. The whole anyone on Prodigy oh. just seems to be very religion. Like I don't know, yeah. man. You just okay. see it. Like everyone that's like I love Jesus is like I'm Prodigy. I'm so I, I don't know how to like say it nicely. Like that's just how I feel. Oh, everybody loves and, Jesus. Like, look at it. Look at it. Look. Come on. I, <laughs> yeah, I get it. I mean, Jesus is everybody's favorite fucking character on this show. <laughs> I I see. Oh, yeah. I understand where you're, you're talking. Yeah, I see where you're saying that. I w- that's not a surprise. Um, but yeah, Innova kind of makes sense. You know what I mean? If she's around those discs, yeah. familiar. Innova with does have discs, a very yeah. strong FPO field. They might yeah. just keep adding. That's, to that's why I wouldn't. Yeah, I would hope yeah, they ride out cap merch though. To go off. But I don't think that I think Cat Merch is going to leave for Lone Star. I do. Like, I feel yeah, like that's coming before. She's going to go wherever the money takes her, and good for her. I really do. I would say more Nico, I, but yeah. Uh, those two, those two cats are fucking they're crazy love. for each other, man. Uh, that that's gonna go one of two ways, man. <laughs> one of two ways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like to be honest. Gonna be a blow up. Yeah, we, we we can see a blow up in a fucking year, year and a like we can just see. Just, that would be fun. so. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe they'll be happy. Hopefully. What are we to say? Uh, but yeah, I think that's pretty much the only the only really big news going on in like the actual disc golf world. Oh. Nico's throwing some thir- uh, thirteen speed disc that for Lone Star that doesn't have a name that he won't give out a name yet. I, I saw you on know? his Instagram. Yeah, he's getting he's getting like his own line. Uh, like he's like he's getting his he's own. Like, this is uh this is the new thirteen speed Lone Star disc, and I'm all like, I like thirteen speed discs. Maybe I'll buy the th- new thirteen speed Lone Star disc. Probably Nico's name on it. I'm sure. But 
Yeah. And I could fucking get Nico to autograph, but then all my Lone Star discs could be autographed. Dude. I mean, I'm I'm happy with my fucking Lone Star, the one Lone Star disc I disc I have. Uh, I'm happy with that. That's, that was a fucking great disc. To... So happy that you don't know the name? No, it's <laughs> oh, okay. I, I know gotcha. the name. Like... Or, or, or Dirty Pigeon, as I like to refer to it as. The Dirty Pigeon? The Dirty Pigeon. Is there a reason for that? Um, you can check out on Instagram or one or YouTube's. I have a dope ass throw with it, and I play the Dirty Pigeon from Bob's Burgers. So I'm calling it the Dirty Pigeon. And, okay. and a Warbird's just a, a Warbird's just a glorified Dirty Pigeon. Okay. There you go. I mean, uh, we have nothing else to say on the disc call for I feel like this is going to lead us off to the infamous Dream Doubles. It's back by popular demand. Dream doubles, where we take some sort of pop culture category, ranging from fast food mascots to presidents. We choose our worst. We choose our beat. And we choose our best disc golf partner this week. It's Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. <laughs> nice. First of all, are you guys a fan of Harry Potter? Can we get this out of the way? Like, I, man, I am a fan of Harry like, Potter. There you go. Uh, I, yeah, I grew, I grew up in the prime. You were prime Harry Potter. Uh, like that, like yeah. I was grew up in that prime Harry Potter age. Right. Um, I read the first book when the like first book came out. I remember reading it. I saw the like, first movie. Waited in lines and shit. No, too. no, it, it, it like. <laughs> I like it, like before it became a huge huge thing. I was like, like that's when I read the book, and then it became. And then the movies came out. I think I saw the first movie. I've seen bits and pieces of the other movie. My wife, on the other hand, loves the shit out of this movie. Her fucking uh, brother and the in laws love the fucking shit out of this movie. Like decorated house. Her fucking his. My sister in law had a Harry Potter themed fucking birthday where they wow. all played fucking Quidditch and all that bullshit. Like, what? I, I have. You did a party where there was Quidditch? Yeah. Wow. Did you partake? Of course. Oh my gosh. But, <laughs> Holy was, fuck. But I'm all. Uh, but yeah. I might have just turned away and, like, I'd be like, all right, guys, yeah, I gotta, but, I gotta but, go. But, but, <laughs> but you gotta think, like, it's people that are into Harry Potter, so they're not really. Athletic. So when you're the so you went in there to dominate. Yeah. Reads back of that broom up in the paint. So, so <laughs> I so I've been like and then, and that's what's weird. I just haven't seen it, but I have millions of people that are in the Harry Potter. I know Jefferson's seen every movie, <laughs> fucking more than once. Oh my gosh, I have not um, read a book, but I have seen a few of the movies. So I know the gist. Uh, I think it's funny. Magic. It's like such a weird fandom of. Hey, Potter. Who's uh, starting? I'm, I'm starting it off. You're starting this off. All right. Okay. And in the world of fucking Harry Potter, people with magic are going to fucking dominate. So, of course, my worst is fucking somebody that doesn't have any magic. My worst <laughs> is this fat little fuck right here, Dudley Dursley. Fucking Harry Potter's cousin. And guess what? In the first book, um, he's just a dick, and he's like a rich snobby kid, and fucking pokes Harry Potter, and fucking bees mean to Harry Potter, and like gets his comeuppance, and becomes a fucking better person, I think, later in the movie. But 
He's just an asshole. He's fat. Fucking is said to be like pig-like in the fucking um, in the books. Um, has no magical powers, so most of everybody's gonna be better than him because they can control shit with their minds. Um, yeah, in the in the world of giants and fucking wizards and warlocks and magical beings, I'm gonna pick somebody that has no powers and is fat and fucking stubby. Okay. Fucking Dudley Dursley. All right, that's not a bad one. I don't remember the order. Am I next? Who's next? I think, I, I think I'm next, actually. Right. I'm next with Mr. Ronald Weasley. I think the biggest problem with Ron, why he would actually be the worst disc golfer, is the equipment he gets himself. Because if you know Ron, he's getting the hand-me-downs after hand-me-down after hand-me-down. And he doesn't even get the first hand-me-down. It's like goes through three three people before it gets to even him. And Ron, he's not even a top three Weasley and to begin with, so he just wouldn't be good. Because I don't think a whole lot of his family would even bring him to their disc golf outings because you know that's what the Weasley family does because it's cheap and all you need is one frisbee each and they can go and they have all that land with nothing to do around them. So they probably have the best disc golf course in the damn uh, universe of Harry Potter. Also, name one thing that Ron is genuinely good at. And you might say Quidditch because he is on the team, but can we really just be real? He's there because Harry's like, hey, man, be, be along with us. Also, he's clumsy. He's the clumsy one. He brings less to the table than even Mr. Longbottom. The best thing he's ever done, he was 12 playing wizard chess, and he sacrificed himself in that game even though he didn't even have to. So that feat wasn't even that cool. He just sacrificed himself, leaving himself behind, Made Harry Potter do it himself. Kind of fucked up friend if you really think about it. Overall, Ron would be the overall worst disc golfer in the Harry Potter universe. All right, I'm going to move into my worst. First of which, I want to get it out there that J.K. just stole the Star Wars theme and rewrote it as Harry Potter. So I just wanted to get that out there, first and foremost. He just saw that on TikTok. Uh, all of us did it. It's fucking true. It's true. <laughs> Stop acting like you didn't all take away. Like, damn. Anyways, my worst is Neville Longbottom. And I know all the Potter pals are totally fucking losing it more so than some damn Potter survey, which places you into the house you didn't want. Get over it. You're a fucking Hufflepuff already. But allow me to explain before my argument is torn apart like the internet did during Powderhouse's tweet on how wizards at Hogwarts went to the bathroom before indoor plumbing. Neville is portrayed as weak, shy introvert who has constantly been told he isn't good enough his entire life. He's an absolute emotional goddamn wreck of a clumsy boy. His, his orphan story is identical to Harry's minus the scar, the fame, oh, and the fact that Harry has some goddamn friends. So on the course, he would be indecisive, whiny partner who is complete and utter shit. Hitting first availables, tripping over his own two feet, destroying band from 10 feet away constantly, all with a self-deprecating smile and shrug. Like, he just, oh, well. He loses his disc more often than he loses his toe, Trevor. And even when he tries to use magic, he still fucks that up. You absolutely carry this com comedic comic relief NPC character for 16 goddamn holes of pure great play on your own part, only to have him turn into some beautiful butterfly who just grew a fucking pair. And to the shock of you and your cardmate, rips an absolute tremendous fucking drive on a par five with Configurio snap out of his goddamn hand, landing your team an eagle on 17 to tie for the lead, only to ace on eight 
15 to lack in the win and all the heroic fanfare from all the others in the league. Completely washing away your 16-hole round of carrying this lump of clumsy status, only for him to hero journey his ass into a payday with a more very bruised ego. I'd rather lose than have that happen. Neville Longbottom. Uh, jumping into the beat. You could stop hunger, put an end to pollution. Harry Potter is the final solution. You could stop global warming and all the rape, just like you put, stopped Professor Snape. But what does he do? He just sits around and does fucking nothing. Harry Potter would be my beat. First of all, he's the chosen one. So he's also like the biggest world wizard world person at like age 15. And he's just the shit for no reason. So he's going to have all the powers. So it'd be a dope beat. And the true reason I want to beat Harry Potter is because he stayed in the closet. The only thing he wanted in this world was that fucking piece of Ron Weasley's ass. And he decided to live in the closet and marry the first, the only, the closest thing that he could, Ron Weasley's sister. But Harry, we all know you wanted Weasley's. You wanted a piece of Ron, and you went with the sister. But I just think Harry Potter needs to, <laughs> like I have in his picture, just set his wings free and be the flamboyantly gay man he we know and love. Thank you. Harry Potter. And he doesn't do shit. He's a fucking joke of a fucking main character. Fuck Harry. <laughs> All right. Bold. Um, I believe I I'm next, right? So you're not following that one? Uh, am I following? Yeah, I'm following. Oh, There's one order of way. Yeah. All right. My beat is going to be serious black. Honestly, for the first, like, like, I didn't even have to think about who I was going to be. This is a pure, like, he's the coolest person in the Wizarding Universe. I'm going to go with Sirius Black. Actually, there's two people that are cooler than him. It's Fred and George. Um, but there wouldn't be as good as Sirius Black. Because Sirius would be just as fun with them. A little bit more adventurous. But he'd just be overall a great disc golfer. He's one of the most powerful wizards in the wizarding uh, world. With his uh, Harry's dad, James, they would fuck up absolutely every wizarding course out there. He actually created a map that shows all the lines for every hole at each course he goes to. So this is just another reason where I can beat Sirius, even though he has all these other advantages that go along with him. He can also turn into any animal that he wants, which I don't know would be beneficial for disc golf, but I just feel like it has to be. Like You can probably think of an, a reasoning for it, and I'm going to beat that, and that's why Sirius Black is going down. It's funny because I agree with that statement. <laughs> like I don't know how it would help either, but it's goddamn it, it's going to help. So uh, tail whip the shit out of something. Good pick. Well done, Jay. I'm proud of you on that one. All right, moving on. So Voldemort may be the villain of Harry Potter, but there is an entirely different level of hatred for my beat. Someone who is so evil, so sinister that it just stays with you. Horror God himself, Stephen King, said she was the greatest made-up villain since Hannibal fucking Lecter. Dolores Umbridge is my beat. Voldemort never hid his evil, but Dolores's pink sugar glazed persona only covers her true evil. First, she would join the league, getting nice and cozy, slowly moving up the ranks with the regulars, only to take a 
take a hostile takeover of Mando, the kind, chill, benevolent pothead leader. Of course she does this by involving the law, forcing Mando to flee, which leaves the opening for there will be order Dolores ass to fucking fill. This iron this tyrant lets the power get to her head by creating new rules and enforcing them with a Gestapo force of Brad and Chad's to too dumb to realize she's ruining the vibes and fucking culture of the league. She punishes all who disobey disobeys with bans, even the harmless quirky player Tobias that was different, but been there for a fucking decade, leaving the rest to be tortured and created and create other leagues leaving the rest of the players to be tortured ultimately allowing them to create other leagues in secret at other courses but still return to dolores's course just because the course is too goddamn good dolores doesn't just stop with with psychological harm but cast a spell that everyone's worst score gets etched into their skin can you picture a fucking snowman etched on your skin for the rest of your life and the pain that it would constantly remind you of fuck that Dolores muggle hating ass must be beaten. Her reign ended and ultimately banished to disc golf purgatory. Damn. All right. Boom. My fast. Hagrid, Rupius Hagrid, whatever his name is. <laughs> um, half wizard, half giant. He would be the best disc golfer in the world, let alone the Harry Potter universe. Um, he stands 11 feet tall, 6 inches, at only 289 pounds. That's a BMI of 10.7%. <laughs> this dude is a fucking Adonis. Would dominate any sport, let alone fucking disc golf. This guy could throw a mile without breaking a sweat. Also, he has magical powers. And... He's one of the top wizards of fucking Hogwarts until he got kicked the fuck out because he was too fucking good. They're like, hey, man, you are too good at wizard stuff. Get the fuck out and got fucking suspended. We're going to make you a fucking groundskeeper to keep you fucking level-headed. And guess what? All your wizards have fucking wands and fucking bullshit like that. His fucking... His fucking wand is a fucking pink umbrella. Do I know it's good on a disc golf course? Fucking, I don't know. I guess umbrellas because every pro fucking has one. <laughs> and this is pink for just a fucking juice of, co of color. Um, he's also a fucking dope ass laid back guy. He didn't throw his show his first fucking magicness um, until he actually picked up a wand. Usually, magicians. Uh, Wizards show more magic when they get fucking angry or have like a tantrum tantrum. He's just so fucking level headed and so such a laid back kid that he never had that emotional fucking reaction and never showed magic until he's like, oh man, check out this wand. And he's like, oh, magic now. Um, he's also a half giant, so fucking built like a brick house. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, he's great at adaptability and um, nature magic and disc golf where happens in what oh nature um Hagrid. he also fucking cares about people takes care of fucking hermione and ron and fucking harry and he doesn't have to would always have snacks and fucking foods for you to eat because that's just kind of the person Hagrid is Hagrid, don't know why he if you don't know why he's not the best he's the best yeah anybody complains about anything else Hagrid ain't fit no disc in his goddamn fucking snossage fingers. There's no way. 
It's like fucking Andre the Giant opening right. a can of well, beer. Fine. If you fucking want me, if you want me to fucking do this, Hagrid's uh, giant, uh, giant mother was actually part of the first disc golf giant league and developed the plastics and fucking frisbees just for giants. I didn't want to have to bring that up, but you, you fucking brought it up. Like I, I was ready to be done and somebody go on to the next one. But you had to bring up oh he can't talk you enjoy fucking okay, sorry, his mother developed giant fucking frisbees and has the best giant frisbees. That's fucking canon. And guys. Fucking can. And, or <laughs> also, I could yeah. just be like, fucking magic. It's fucking magic. <laughs> fucking, guess what? Yeah, he can't do it. You want to know why? Magic. Got a point yet. All right, moving uh, on to my. You're not going next. <laughs> Got it. Wow, which <laughs> the No, it's, it's Jeff Sins' your turn. Oh, all right. My partner. People don't even say his name, but he will. They will be saying his name after we win every event. Me and Voldemort taking down best duo there is, guys. He's the best damn wizard. I mean, no one will actually say that because like, it took like a whole army to beat him. But it took a whole fucking army to beat him. Like he has all this power. You think that when we're on the disc, of course, that just goes away? Nah, we're gonna be absolutely dominating in every metric. He doesn't give a fuck. It doesn't matter what spell or what he needs to do to win. It's going to happen. If he has to kill someone, oh, well, to him, it doesn't even matter. No one's beating Voldemort, not because they can't, too, but who the fuck would want to beat Voldemort? Because if you do, you're dead anyways. So there's no benefit for any other person to beat me or Voldemort. So it really doesn't matter no matter what anybody does. Even if he was bad, it doesn't matter. Me and Voldemort taking down every tournament. Voldemort! Dope. All right, guys. It's a simple answer. It's Hermione Granger. She's the absolute best Harry Potter disc golf oh. partner. It's a fucking rap. Now, I know how she could rub, rub people the wrong way at first. She's a sassy know-it-all that appears to be more of a snitch than a trusted partner. But this can't be further from the truth. First, like everything else, she's a student of the game and has studied the greats to help create a pure effortless form from a disc golfer. It's beauty and grace, but delivers a stiff punch. More than enough power to take down the boys. Shit, we already seen her crush Malfoy's nose, lit up Ron in class. Oh, and snatch Victor Crumb's fucking soul from his own body. She is also a very powerful witch that should not be taken lightly. So powerful, she cast a confundus charm without a wand. So she will already be out there looking infinitely better than all those other elbow and pinky out holding motherfuckers carrying a wand that should seal the deal right up there at that point from there there should be no more support, but I got more. Uh she's supportive for one as a partner, loyal, empathetic. Um, and while Harry and Ron are out there with their heads up there, each other's own asses, Hermione is strategizing, solving issues and supporting them. You don't think she can't help support a pothead disc golf in the best round possible? Get the fuck out of here. And at the very worst, even if you still can't lock up a dub, she has the kindness to put people ahead of her and protect you with an obliviate spell, washing away all the pain from your previous round. Hermione is the best. Sorry. I can't pick a mud balloon. It's just how I am. Can't pick a mud balloon. Fuck the mud balloons. Oh, All right, guys. That means we're jumping into those. 
putting puzzlers where dreams come true. Did it twice. So nice with doing twice. All right, guys. Got it. First Wizarding World Disc Golf Championship. What house is winning it at Hogwarts? Hufflepuff. No. Dude, they're the most social group. They're all out there together. Grinding yeah, that's, fine. Thought, that's fine. They just saw it, but it's fine. Was the fucking res- I thought Hufflepuff was, was just the leftovers. <laughs> like, I thought... Like, yeah, I, they wouldn't be good. Ravenclaws are supposed to be leaders. Ravenclaws are supposed to be the smart ones. And fucking Slytherin's supposed to be, like, the adventurous athletic ones, right? I was going to say Slytherin. I don't know if that's, like, it. No, because, like, Gryffindor's, like, bravery. Yeah, fuck Gryffindor. I know Gryffindor wouldn't win. I'm going to go with Ravenclaw. No, I'm Slytherin all the way, baby. Okay. Nice. Jay, you got any puzzlers? I do, actually. I feel like I got some good ones. I do, actually. All right, here you go. If you ace in a playoff in a tournament, do you get the ace pot? If you ace in a playoff. Ooh. No. No. But why yes. no? Right? You still aced. So because it's not the tournament anymore. Yeah. The tournament if there are no other aces, yes. If there is another ace, you do not get the split. Because you played an extra. So that would be my ruling. My T D ruling. Swiss's T D. Everybody gets the like that. Because there's there's a lot of different perspectives on it where like people are like saying, well, they play more than one, they play more holes, but like at the same time, like you play in tournaments, like this, you have to think I think outside the box of professional tournaments because there's no ace pot in the professional tournaments really. You have to so like when you go to like one of these local tournaments, like there's how so many times where like people don't even play the same tees. So like all these like lower divisions have so many easier ace runs anyways. Like what is the one hole? Like, is that really a factor then? We already have times where it's not the same. Yeah, I I think you should get it. Like they should, you should get it, but you probably don't get it. So, (laughs) I don't. I don't know the ruling actually. Like it's morally, you should get it, but yeah, I do agree. If you could book a sixty-minute one-on-one lesson from one pro, who would it be? Nate Sexton, forehand helper. 60 minutes. And I think you'd be like a good teacher. Like it's as much as like what they have and how well they can I teach. would either go with James Conrad just to hang out. Because you want to know what, guys? I don't fucking – I know if I got this, wouldn't fucking learn anything. Wouldn't change anything. Wouldn't do anything for me. No one fucking – so I'm just choosing who I'm going to hang out with. So for an hour, uh, James Conrad or Paige Pierce, maybe, may, maybe J- James talks to me about throwing backhand and stuff. And I go, Hey, I don't throw a backhand. And then I go, what, do, what should I do? And maybe, maybe he teaches me something and I throw five more feet, but you're not getting <laughs> any bullshit in an hour. So, okay. Yeah. Read it. Read it. 
I'm going Scott Stokely. One, for the reason that he's already taught so many different lessons. So I think he's probably got a compact thing. But I, I would want just like you just go, man. Just go wherever you want to tell me. Just go. And I will get as much random tidbits of Scott Stokely information as I possibly can for the next hour. There you go. Nice. I, he, he came across my mind. I thought about it. Simon would be up there too, because I think Simon could help teach it too. Philo, for any of those bitches. Philo. I think I go Philo, Nico. Man, Philo's gonna get into like your subconscious and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's gonna get into your See, brain again, and be like, "Hey, I, I, man, I don't think I'm gonna fucking. I need don't to do think this. An hour is like, and like. I think you'd be shocked by an hour. Yeah, but I think I think it'd still be. I'd rather be like, let's go fucking chill and hang out with Nicola Castro. I think if you said I would say if you sat with Jay for an hour and listened to everything he said, you would improve. Cool. That's what I was But I think, but anyways, <laughs> I, I think like it's more of who you run chill with. So, like, because I think you're going to gain the same knowledge from most everybody. Yeah, though that might be, that might be a fair. And it's just, because uh, I feel like a lot of stuff that like Stokely might tell me is like, okay, this is what you need to improve. Here's a drill that helps you do it. And I don't know if every disc golfer has like specific, like, if you do this non-disc golf thing or this disc golf like you know breaking it down this way it might help in the long run where like i feel like people like there are pros that like probably do know that but there's probably some that pros that literally just play disc golf and they just are naturally good at it so they don't need to like really practice upon just playing rounds there you go sure yeah, all right oh, the nice. last thing Any i others? really have I, the only thing I have is breaking down either mystery boxes in general or breaking down if it makes sense for us to get the Clash Discs mystery box. I don't know if there's a specific way you guys want to go di- dive into this, but we have um, some time to talk about it. So it's funny because we're all, we've been talking about it. And like, man, I haven't, I've been, I'm talking myself in and out of like considering it. Do you want to break down? Wait, what wait, we why? Let's, let's break it down. Like, why is it worth it, or why I'm well, in and let's out? Let's break it down. Like, what we let's break down what we get first, right? Sure. Let's let's say the price of it first, of which because I think that's a huge defining factor. It's seven discs for a hundred and fifty dollars. Seven discs and a mini. Seven premium quality products, new plastic types, a new mold, glow discs, and special stamps. Boom. That is the That's Clash campaign for the one-year anniversary special box. Stamps, man. Special stamps. Special stamps. So my argument, and I get what they're doing. I, my argument is I want something of value. So that's the highest thing that Discmania does because, let's be honest, Discmania is like the mystery box championship, and they advertise mm-hmm. that your disc, this box is valued over this. Mm-hmm. I am almost seeing the Clash disc, despite having new plastic and all that, as kind of like full retail like they're not giving enough of a break to where yeah I can. A, a, after you add in shipping yeah like they're that they like it, it basically full retail yeah basically playing yeah seven discs well, at you, 150 so you're talking 20 basically 20 dollars a disc you know what i mean like mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things which is retail for them Mm-hmm. And I, again, I mean, you're getting limited special stuff, but they're going to come out with glow discs, right? 
You know, they're going to be yeah, coming but you get Now you get your hands on their first ever either Glow Popcorn or Glow Cookie. Glow Cookie, obviously, the one that I think is the more sought-after one. Yeah, the Glow the, Yeah. You get the new Spice, which is pretty – will be pretty sought-after. The mm-hmm. First um, ever there, Coakley. You get your yeah. special blend, either mint or berry. New plastic type from Clash. Get to test that out off the rip. You love that berry. I love the berry, love but if I missed on berry. that berry – then the Jeff's man's never cool going to get drunk. Jeff's got a cool man. The problem is, like right now, we are set when it comes to putters. We are set when it comes to throwing putters. That's the putter and the butter. The popcorn and the butter, that's the one that hurts you the most. Because that, yeah. that one, you don't, that's a throwaway fucking death. That's only a throwaway. You paying $20 on a putter? Cause that's what you're doing in this I box. I know, cause it's like the right? soft one. As soft as like yeah. I don't know, maybe I don't, yeah. Like I wouldn't necessarily like be like I don't know. I could think because I, I, I think if I got the popcorn, I could throw the popcorn then. Cause now I, if I have multiples of the mold, I'll just stick them in my bag. I'll ride with it. Cause I do like the mold of I the popcorn. And then if you're just giving me a now you're giving me a soft one. So okay, now you're giving me an understable popcorn. I'll have a neutral popcorn, and then I'll have like one that I hardly throw that have like the f- most stable finish. Shots if I ever need it. Boom, a bag of popcorn. Best thing for me out of this box, like the perfect box. I'm getting a berry, and I'm not even that excited about the berry because it's supposed to be a more stable berry, which I don't think I want to go in that direction. Um, So I get the berry, I get the cookie, and then I am rocking the spice and hopefully a honey. Like that's a premium box. Like you know what I mean? If I don't get those, but that's that's more than half your box getting what you want. I, I yeah, you but can't, I, you can't hope for that. But I mean, you can hope when it's a fifty-fifty on the cookie. It's a fifty-fifty on the fucking berry. Yeah, you, yeah. Like it's a fifty-fifty chance on those two. I'm presuming there's gonna be a honey in every box. No, because you're, I, you're think, I mean, I think you'll get a honey in every box. But will you get like the special new core wild honey? I don't know, because it's either that one or, or the salt. And that's just basically, yeah, I think, then, the champion plastic. Oh, so it's oh, I didn't know that. There's a special honey and a special soda. Salt. Salt. Yeah, salt. So it has to be I like salt, you. honey. Is there a pat? Like you could, if I don't get the yeah. So like if I'm not perfect on my 50-50, I'm burning through fifty percent of the disc. I'm never tossing. That's why I'm leaning towards. I'm like no. yeah. Would you rather take your chance right. on this box than a Discmania box? Yes. Absolutely. That one's not even. That's not even debate, man. I think like man, I'm gonna come out and say it. This mania boxes are kind of washed. And I think you the market's kind of showing that, <laughs> um, or or they're like, or they're just like they've they've ridden the pony too much. Like, granted, man. Like, I I understand what's come out in these discs as far as like the cloud breakers. You know what I mean? Like all that. But yeah, you you know. I'm gonna man every disc mania box. I'm gonna probably get like two or three putters. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Yeah, those start again like, like just old fast. Yeah, and then like they're gonna toss in maybe two two mids. You know what I mean? Like yeah, and like oh cool. Here's our here's this disc in active plastic. Like they just kind of like I don't know. And then even like with the new stratosphere, like from the looks of it, and it may be completely different, but it looks like a halo. 
You know yeah, what I mean? Standard Halo. Just a Hega Halo. Yeah. So yeah, so like even the exclusive disc, like the exclusive disc of the Clash, I would take more of a risk on than the Halo distance of this game being too. So that's I do why agree. Hands down. But if you said I had to spend money a hundred or one fifty, I'm gonna take disc money because I also get more discs. I think it's like one twenty, not hundred. But... Yeah, you also get five more putters. <laughs> So it's like it's, it's your fault, and like you're not even, yeah. like the stratosphere disc. You're not even gonna want. Yeah, that man. That's the other like. Yeah, I, don't know. I I think like besides the butter and the popcorn, I think we can we can find like because if you got a fucking ginger, I'd put another ginger in my bag. I wouldn't put another mm-hmm. salt. I got two of those already. Like yeah. pepper, I would I would I would take the pepper if you got a pepper. Like, I would take a I soda. Think, like yeah, I, see, like I'm the only disc I'm actually like would take would be the berry, and then hopefully the new one works. You would you take a I mean? have you or thrown a soda? I have, I don't like it, it's too shallow. How, how I think no. I need to get a whole round in it too. I really do because I will say, like, one of the discs that I just threw on the fairway, the page is also shallow, and I kind of like given a little away i kind of fucks with it <laughs> like um so maybe i like maybe i just need a round but my first initial like few throws of it was like man this just doesn't feel comfortable so in my hand yeah so, i i, I kind of want to try the spice me too uh, i might have a cookie coming and i don't think i don't think you like the spice from the looks of it i think it's understable i don't know so i might so like right, right now. I'd love to try the spice. Yeah, right, like right now with my bag, there's there's discs I can easily trade out and to solidify my bag. There's discs I don't throw mm-hmm. in my bag anymore. I don't. Yeah, I just don't think I have. Yeah, mine and your bags are like completely different viewpoints. I don't think I have many openings. Mm-hmm. That's just because I. I feel like I don't have many openings, but I have so many openings. <laughs> like I look all like my bags yeah, right here. It's like the most random thing in the world. I get you. It's wild. But yeah, I would. I wouldn't mind hitting with the spice. So, but yeah, definitely, definitely disc mania. But man, one fifty, man, that's just up there, dude. Twenty dollars a disc. That's just up there. Like it is. And one of them is the lock putter. Like you're guaranteed at least one putter. Because even on the glow, if you don't get the cookie, you're getting a putter. Yep. <laughs> so you're locked in for one putter. They tell you you're locked in for one fruit. None of us are gonna fuck with a mango. No. <laughs> like, none no of us are fucking with really. that mango, bro. <laughs> Nobody's fucking with that mango. No. So <laughs> that's all. Oh well. But yeah. Nice. Happens. Anyone else got maybe maybe tomorrow, maybe Friday I pull the trigger and like impulse buy it, but I doubt it. I hope so. Nice. That's going to wrap up this this episode. If you guys did enjoy, make sure to drop a like, follow us all on our other social medias. Hopefully, guys, we see you in the next one.